Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, the only man in history to actually forge a sword out of the blood of his enemies, Mr. DJ. Hello. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Right? Something all dramatic. It's like, just start with a simple answer. Hello. I like it, though. And the only man to ever pick up a guitar and not sleep with Courtney Love. Mr. Mustard himself. And let me tell you, I had to, I had to fucking fight that bitch off with a, <laughs> with a Bible, can of Crisco, and a fucking rehab pamphlet. You had to hit her with a Narcan. She wouldn't leave me alone, dude. Well, I mean, that's a which was the most effective? And dead man, the only man with an enlarged heart so big that it was bigger than Andre the Giant's hand. It's not a medical condition. I chose this. How could you possibly choose this? Easily. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't ask about this. He, want, he wants a bigger heart so he can live longer. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works, right? The bigger the heart, the longer I live. That's, yeah. that's what science says. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad we settled that. What the fuck have you guys been up to? What have you guys been watching and listening to? I know DJ finally has had some time off. Uh, His obligations have ended. So I want to know, have you been just, have you been like, like on a cocaine binge, like watching everything you've missed in the last three months? Me? No, (laughs) DJ. (laughs) Okay, it's like usually you fucking refer to me when you're talking about that. Yeah, like you know, you mentioned cocaine, so I figured, okay, I'm out. No, like, like, like you. you, uh, (laughs) You've had some free time on your hands, so I mean, what have you been catching up on everything, or what? What have you been up to? Oh, sleeping. That's it. Sleeping and more sleeping. One more. No, 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 no. Wait, hold on, no, no, no. I also had a sandwich. Okay. What kind of sandwich? Uh, I think it was ham and cheese. Maybe so some spicy and... mustard too. A little ham and cheese. So you've just like yeah. abandoned media for like this last three. I said like what three four days now. You've just abandoned media. Just slept. Yeah, pretty much. Wake up! It's, it's like wake up is day. Wake up is night. One time it was twilight. <laughs> Another time, I was in 1955. So you were, you were surrounded by gay vampires? Deej. Yes, <laughs> I was. <laughs> Deej. <laughs> yes, I was. Hell yeah. But you don't see them around anymore lately, have you? That's the best Well, that's what happens when you fuck them till dawn. Yes, I, yeah, I'm, I introduced them to breaking dawn. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that was so terrible. It was beautiful. I love more it. Like, more like breaking that ass wide open. <laughs> dawn. <laughs> At dawn. <laughs> what about you, you Mustard? Hey, you know, hey, you know they say that uh, you know when you uh, climax, oh you know the fluids never really leave. So you know they're sparkly for a reason. Do they say that, though? I don't know they say that. Mustard, what have you, you been don't... up to? <laughs> well, actually... Uh... I'm over at the subject! <laughs> We're moving on. No more gay vampire orgies, please. 
Mustard. Christ, how long have we been fucking recording this? I don't know. Like, what have you been up to? What have you been up to? <sighs> literally just been playing fucking GTA and Call of Duty, and I haven't watched anything new. Uh, no, I did see Bad Boys Three last week. I'm lying. I I did too. Yeah, yeah, because I fucking told you to go see it. Yeah. Upon my upon my uh, what's it recommendation? Yeah, based on your recommendation, yes, I went and saw Bad Boys. Uh, and it Bad was Boys not bad, right? My recommendation was actually fruitful. Am I right? Your recommendation held up, yes. Uh, we'll yeah. we'll save that for the movie section, though. Okay, well, yeah. So did that, and then um, learned a couple of songs on guitar. Is that what Courtney so, Love was teaching you? Is that how she was trying no, to get in? No, dude. No, I'm telling you. When she when she saw the can of Crisco, she was crying. <laughs> so. So the Bible didn't do it. Freaking the rehab paper didn't do it. No, no, the, the Bible was for me. Okay, and then the, the rehab pamphlet. Well, that was just that's that just, just been on that, the desk. That was just something to talk about. <laughs> you had to hit her with an you had to hit her with a Narcan to get her off you. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. Ah! Um, Be sober. Shit, that lasted like what four seconds. <laughs> Her resistance is getting stronger. Just like me. <laughs> okay. uh, I've been actually trying to watch Star Wars The Clone Wars, the animated one that's on Disney Plus right now. And for as interesting as the premise is, like, uh, one, one of the first few episodes, a lot of people die. Like, you see Storm, like, uh, uh, clone troopers die, and this other guy dies. And I'm just like, this is a fucking kid's show, right? <laughs> Wasn't it on Cartoon Network? This is a kid. This is this a kid show. Yeah, they were both. This is a kid show. Them fools are dead, and, <laughs> and it's not. And it's not like usual kid show stuff where it's like they imply they're dead. You know what I mean? It's like, well, he fell down thirty stories of nothing. We're not going to show you what happened, but you know. No, this time around in this fucking in the in the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Something bad happened. Thunk. What happened? Ask your yes. mom. <laughs> Ask your mom or dad for permission to visit the website. No, we're not doing that. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, like, like, like one of the first episodes, like these people are like in a in a, in a pod, and then uh, the pod gets crushed, and they get sucked out into the vacuum of space and die. And I'm just sitting here like, fucking, this is a kid show. That dude's dead. This is a kid show. Just sitting there like, wow. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like one of those fucking, ah, ha, huh. no, that happened. Yeah, yeah no, ha. Huh. <laughs> So I'm, I'm I'm trying to get through it though. Honestly, the, I, I know the series is made for kids, but holy shit, is it just boring? I mean, I don't know. Care I don't care. Come at me. Well, the series is boring. It actually did well. It did really well. They're they're doing they're airing the final season of uh, the I think it's the Clone Wars right now, uh, season nine. I'm about to air out this fucking podcast. <laughs> But anyways, uh, yeah, I, I've continued on my Star Wars kick. I'm still not, I'm still grieving, but I'm here. We're still moving forward with the show. 
We're going to be here. We're not going to miss another episode ever. Because we're that good. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> don't, like, don't I'm fucking, fucking saying that. If I, have to bro- if I have to record this and broadcast this from like under a car with just my cell phone, I'll do it. Don't need you two assholes. Well, that was... Let's start the show. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> I totally bit my tongue. <laughs> and with that, of course, we got to do the obligatory... Yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> Fuck. <what? laughs> Three weeks. Three weeks in a row. Hold on. Did, did he fall over? No, I'm right back. Yeah, he no, fell over. Hold on. <laughs> so, <Please>. anyways. <laughs> it's Super Nintendo World is coming to the new Epic Universe theme park in Orlando. I, that's not fair, though. I mean, Orlando already has too much with disney what is it world or disney disney world disneyland disney world i don't know no lands in california lands in california okay so it's disney world that's just not fair they need to stop getting all the good shit i lived in florida and i hated it anyways uh universal studios is officially bringing super nintendo world to north america as part of its upcoming epic universe theme park in Orlando, florida as reported by wesh w-e-s-h in Orlando, <laughs> uh, parent company Comcast announced Super Nintendo World news during Q4 2019. <laughs> the Epic Park is set to open in 2023. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> you, what the? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's do it. We're good. <laughs> Did you, like, run to the store around the corner just to get a... Oh, my God. <laughs> DJ, please! <laughs> I... 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 I, I, go? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, you the, do. The, 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 oh, my gosh. The, the, <laughs> the, the first Super Nintendo World location. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> The first Super Nintendo World location is set uh, to open this summer at Universal Studios Japan. Nintendo recently released a, CG, a CGI music video to give fans an early look at the theme park. The park will feature a Super, Super Mario Kart ride as well as Yoshi's Adventure ride. When it, uh, when it opens and visitors will also uh, be able to interact with the park using Nintendo-themed wristbands. Oh, dang it. If it's only in Japan, uh, screw it. Then. Well, then that's, what, that's why they're bringing no. it to Orlando. So ridiculous, oh, right. man. Uh, Monster, <laughs> please. Hey, how you guys want to know how to make a bunch of money? <laughs> the first photos we see, we saw of Super, Super oh. Nintendo World feature clouds and platforms matching designs for Super Mario 3D World. Besides Japan and Orlando, Super Nintendo World will eventually make its way to Universal Studios in Hollywood and Singapore. Huh. Super Nintendo World isn't the only way Nintendo is branching out from video games. Nintendo is partnering with Illumination to develop a Super Mario Brothers movie, which is set to which is set to hit theaters by 2022. Oh, oh no! Mario! 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 We gotta rescue the princess. It's fucking to like Toad as played by Gilbert Gottfried. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 
Why is the princess in another castle? Is she some kind of whore? <laughs> I don't want to say that she's a whore, but I'm not going to say she's not. Apparently, she likes big green guys, if you know what I mean. Mario. <laughs> Mario. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's the Yo, you got, time you have got freed on this podcast. Yeah, you want to throw one in, DJ? You might as well. No. <laughs> I'm good. Aw, you bitch. So, I, I kind of want to see this teaser trailer. I'm clicking it. I clicked it. I was about to say, that's, that's built into the park. It's a 60-foot drop. You have to survive. Yep. That's it. That's the only way to get in. You have to jump up those giant stairs. <laughs> I'm with it. It, it may not be clean, but I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, may man. not be uninjured, but I'll get there. <laughs> Hey man, I can eat a mushroom and get high. Literally, I'm for it. I, I was, I did not consider that. You know, like, like they they give you a mushroom at the front gates. Here you no go. Thanks, I, no, no thanks. I brought my own. <laughs> <laughs> Just mustard all sweaty in the line. Let us in. Why is everything breathing, man? Why is everything breathing, man? Those flowers shouldn't be breathing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your mushroom. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> right, right? Why is there a skull on it? Oh God, <laughs> it's a poison shroom. Oh no! Everyone who bought, speaking of poison, anyone who bought EA's Tetris app will lose it on April 21st. The rights to Tetris mobile games have been transferred to another company, so anyone who purchased EA's Tetris. Uh, we'll lose the title. Well, welcome to the world of mobile gaming. <laughs> no, but no, no, for reals though. How many? How many? Yeah, uh, how sure. many times have, has uh, PUBG changed companies? Oh, dude, so for the mobile game, yeah, for the mobile, lot. yeah. Hmm. One, I mean, what other one? Call of Duty has been has been has been steady. The Fortnite yeah. one jumped around for like three or four developers. No, they're still using Unreal. They've been using Unreal the whole time. Unreal is an engine, not a company. Well, uh, no, they have a mobile company, dude. Like, why do you, what do you think Raid, Shadow Legend, Legends, and all that shit run on? They run on Unreal. It's annoying. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, the Unreal is an engine. It's an engine. It's a game engine, you idiot. They do. It's both, you idiot. It's both. It's a fucking company that represents mobile games, and it's a fucking development engine. Jesus Christ! Why can't it be both? Because you can't be both. You're a moron. Anyways. What be both? What do what? Do exactly. Fuck don't you fucking do don't, don't don't no don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Drink your energy drink, asshole. As a further reminder that nothing you buy digitally is truly yours, which is why DJ picked this article, everyone who paid to buy Tetris from EA on iOS and Android will no longer be able to play it uh, on April 21st. According to the announcement, the game stores page, this game's store page, the $2 game, which has been around since 2011, will not only be retired and removed from the store, but will also no longer work on devices it's installed on. And I think that's Get bullshit. 
That so they, they should cut chuckle fucks. Yeah, legit. that's that's fucking bullshit. Like, okay, cool. Remove the fucking game. Take the fucking game off. Let the ones that already have it continue to use it. Yeah, like, why do they have to ruin it for everybody? Literally. Yeah, I mean, they paid for it. It's like a fucking Flappy Bird and uh, all, all those other games that just went away. You know what I mean? Bro, Flappy Bird is a tragic fucking story, okay? Don't even get me started on what happened. I, I know, that. I know, dude, I know. You, you... Like that. <laughs> TJ, do you know what happened with Flappy Bird? Oh, no. I do, I do, I do not. Have you heard the tale <laughs> of Dust So Blade basically what happened, this fucking like, 16-year-old kid invented <laughs> Flappy Bird, right? Oh, no. And then like, um, he fucking... Uh, he got so instantly famous overnight, people. Uh, that's fucking loud. He got so instantly famous overnight that like he like he went insane due to the fame, and then like he he read this article about like this kid like legitimately slaughtering his brother because he beat his Flappy Bird score, and like he he just he quit development. He was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Well, I mean, like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, no, that's I all real. That, and I think he actually committed suicide. No, he's still around. No, okay. But he's not developing any more games. Yeah, no, he heard about people committing suicide because of Flappy Bird. The, the cyberbullying that was going on with him, he was receiving death threats. His family was being doxxed. I'm telling you, then that kid fucking slaughtered his brother. Like, that was an ugly crime. Like, the kid, like, was literally eviscerated shit. Like, it was disgusting. Because he, he beat a score? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell kind of game is this? Didn't I fucking say it before I started the story? I was like, dude, that is a tragic story. Well, yeah, but... Uh, yeah. But to cause this much, I mean... Yeah. This guy, like, this has to be, like, like the greatest game ever invented. It is not. No, it's it's terrible. It's a really bad physics game. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we'll, we'll scrap this. Hold on. We'll, we'll go to. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll look up Once flapper. DJ's brain stops doing the fucking dial-up noise, we'll come <laughs> back to it. <laughs> no, like, like he's never. Uh, he's always played weird games. Uh, so, like something like Flappy Bird is just not on his radar. Well, Flappy Bird was popular when I was like a sophomore or junior in high school. Oh, look! There it is, right there. The game that ruined its developer's life. I fucking told you, bro. Yeah, do that. Do the, that one. Yeah, that one. That right, one. So that this one. is a. This is just Flappy Bird. This is the game itself. And this is a real video, actually. So and yeah, you just tap. You just tap the screen and make the bird float. That's it. That's it. People That's were killing game. each other and themselves over this. That's it. Thoughts? What are your thoughts? I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Yeah, but that's it. That's the whole fucking game. That is that, uh, is, that is it. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, if, if something like this can cause literally all this drama, then no, I, my faith in the human race has been has been wavered. It's, uh, it's been shaken. Th this is, however, to be fair, to be fair, Flappy Bird is a rage game. Yeah, no, totally fuck it is, dude. 
It is a rage game. It may be a simple physics engine game, but it is designed to be so motherfucking difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this game is Rage Fuel. Yeah, yeah, no, much like uh, Get Over It, much like uh, and pretty much all these other Rage games, this, this was one of the first ones. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Just skip that one. Uh, Capcom may have leaked a Dino Crisis remake. I don't want it. What about you guys? Interesting. Crisis? Why the fuck would I want a Crisis remake? Dino Crisis, you idiot. Dino Crisis? Why the fuck would I want a Dino Crisis remake? <laughs> uh, it's been about 17 years since Capcom did anything with Dino Crisis, and 20 years since they created the game that everybody says wasn't terrible. I think it, it wasn't terrible. It just had some of the most funky mechanics in history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it, it was like Resident Evil with the camera placements and all that shit. Like, I, yeah. hate, I hate those kind of games, dude. Oh, yeah, the tank controls? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, some mustard, please. It's been about 17 years since Capcom even touched the Dino Crisis franchise. And 20 years since they created Dino Crisis, the game that wasn't terrible, but all they made change were reading... Oh, wait, we already read that, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. The leaker in question, a Twitter user called Aesthetic Gamer, had previously leaked information about the Resident Evil 3 remake before it was announced. Now he says there aren't going to be any more Resident Evil remakes, but remakes, but... What? But there will be some other Capcom games being rebooted using the Resident Evil engine in the same vein as Resident Evil 2 and Trace. Okay, that... That right... That what? Yeah, uh, I know. No, but like honestly, that fucking game, dude. Like the the camera angles, like being flies on the wall. I hate that shit, dude. I fucking hate yeah. that shit. That's why I never played Resident Evil Two. All right, uh, Deej, please. If in the same vein means survival horror, there are only uh, there are there are only a what there are only a one other what the fuck. There are only uh, there are only a one other neglected Capcom uh, Capcom series that could fit uh, fit that bill. What the fuck language Dude, is this? Dude, what the <laughs> Dino Crisis, which was pretty much uh, just Resident Evil with all the zombies removed and prehistoric creatures taking their place. What the hell? So Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, the similar uh, the similar uh, the similarity. This no, this, the is, similarity this is all to the fucked up. Yeah. This is similar to the Resident Evil franchise. Jesus Christ. This is so fucked. Paraphrase it, bro. Paraphrase it. Just paraphrase it. Let me read it. Hold on. Yeah, it's all fucked. It's all okay. Fucked. So basically, they they released a they released a trademark release for the game title, and that's what's kind of starting the rumors here. Well, yeah, they registered a trademark for Dino Crisis, uh, along with Darkstalkers, Power Stone, and Mega Man. Um, 
A remake of the dinosaur-based survival game would probably be warmly received by Capcom fans, since people have been clamoring for more of the series for years, even in the wake of the poorly received Dino Crisis 3, which made the major mistake of not actually including dinosaurs. Uh, I got bad news for you. Several of these games didn't. The dinosaurs were just kind of there. Um, I mean, I'm just, I am so fucking sick of remakes at this point. And I know, I know, like we're the ones that say we want more content from creators, but this is not this is not what we're talking about. This is lazy, and this is taking the easy way out. What do you guys? What do you guys stand on that? Mm. Nostalgia's the new win, man. Wrap <clears throat> yourself in. You really think so? You really think it's just nostalgia driven? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, what want... else could it be? It's not like it's actually a good game or anything. I mean, yeah, we we don't know that yet, but you know, people remember things from back in their back in the good old days, and uh, something familiar. We had changed just enough to seem fresh. Yeah, you got a hit. Yeah, but if it was if it was an actually good game, you know, you'd have you'd have, it'd have more renown and more weight in its name, like fucking Resident Evil Two did. I've never, I've like I I tried to play Dino Crisis like back in the day, but I I didn't fucking like it. So. I mean, I'm, I'm not excited for this one. Yeah, I mean, I never really got into Dino Crisis. I mean, the thing is that I didn't felt it was like terrible or anything like that. It was just one of those, you know. I already played Resident Evil Two at the time. You know, I'm good. You know, these take controls, you know, really kills it. Yeah, but the chick's hot, so who cares? That's all that matters, right? <laughs> Look at Laura Croft. Got those, those pyramid titties. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't know. Are you looking at Instagram while we're doing the podcast, you piece of shit? Dude, my phone's muted. And my phone's yeah. off. You didn't answer my question. No. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Was that on you guys' end? Not me. That was not me. Was dude. My phone is sitting... No, that sounded like your phone, dude. That wasn't my phone. If it was my phone, I'd, I'd own the fail, but that was not my phone. That was weird. That was not my phone either. I lived, it's like on the table next to me. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving on. Strange. Uh, that, yeah, although I'm, dis- I'm disappointed there's not going to be any more Resident Evil remakes, because one, I, I really think that would have benefited from a proper remake like this, and the current uh, vein would have been uh, Code Veronica. Well, Resident, Resident, oh, Code Veronica. Mm. Uh. Yeah. That was that was one that was an important story piece, but was very glossed over because of the shitty mechanics. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. The and mechanics I really were some agree. of the worst in the franchise. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the hardest, but it's one of the hardest for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with that one, Code Veronica. I'd like to see. Uh, I mean, I, I'm like I, yeah, I understand what you guys are talking about. You know, like I understand the whole nostalgia thing, but I, I don't suffer from that. I I don't uh, I don't subscribe to yeah, it. I don't you buy never into really it. Have too. No, That's I never have. Weird. I never fucking have. And it's, for it's... anything that goes for music too. <laughs> yeah, I've I've never been that way. I've never fucking been that way. So like this shit, it just doesn't interest me. You know, everybody's like, we want more Dino Crisis, and I'm like, eh. Oh, we want more. We want more fucking Resident Evil, eh? <laughs> just. That's never been me. Then Speaking this, of Resident Evil, since you have Resident Evil 2, what did you think of it now that you're finally playing it? 
He's playing it? I'm playing Well, you said he bought it for uh, Black Friday. Oh, uh, I, I didn't get a chance to yet, actually. Did you buy I, it? No, I'm planning on buying it because they still have it. But the thing is, I have to wait for it to come to a red box near me so I can get it. So he was lying. No, no, no. Mm. When I did, when I, when we did the show, I, I, w- I had it on my phone and I was going to go get it. By the time I got there, it wasn't there no more. Like <clears throat> you, you can still reserve them, but they still can rent them out. So he was lying. I was yes, not. You're a prick. Was. Fuck you both. Oh, wow. Speaking of lying, uh, Disney to sell Fox video game division to Scopely. Huh. The company yeah. is selling the Foxnet video game development studio to Culver City-based mobile game developer. Walt Disney Company continues to defox its holdings. And this is something funny because we talked about this last show. And how horrible the decisions they've made. So, uh, at this point, I feel no empathy for them whatsoever. A- after what they did to uh, Alien Colonial Marines, I'm done. So... The company selling the Fox and video game developer, including Aftershock, holy shit, and Cold Iron to Sculpt to Scopely, the Culver-based mobile game developer. Terms of the agreement were not immediately immediately available, but U.S. regulators signed off for the deal this month, according to Hart Scott Rodino. Um, what? Oh, to a Hart Scott Rodino act. Uh, published by the Federal Trade Commission. In October, Scopely announced that it had raised $200 million in strategic financing to accelerate the company's M&A and investment strategy. The new funding round valued the company at $1.7 billion. Holy balls. So Wait, this... did, we, did we already stop with uh, video games? No, 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 we're still on video games. It's just that, you know... Disney is selling the Fox video games over to another company. Oh, that's what's going on here. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, this this article is really like boring. So, well, it's your turn to read. So go ahead. I'm extremely proud of what our talented team at Fox Next Games has built and accomplished in just a few years, and looking forward to joining forces with the impressive team at Scopely, who have a well-deserved reputation as one of the preeminent com- companies in the free-to-play games arena. Lion Tree Advisors is acting as financial advisors at Disney, with Moles Company, with Moles and Company, acting as financial advisors to Scopely. Wow. <clears throat> this is kind of brutal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Like no bullshit. This is this is a little brutal. Like, uh, holy shit. Uh, DJ, go ahead and take that. Scopely, best known for his mobile game, Star, uh, Star Trek Fleet Command, passed one, uh, one billion in revenue last year. The company also develops games based on other entertainment IPs, including The Walking Dead, Wheel of Fortune, and WWE. Foxnet currently has games under development based on, av- on the Avatar and Alien franchises. Not anymore. Huh. <laughs> Apparently not. Avatar. You mean James Cameron Avatar or yep. the... Uh... Not Avatar in the Last Airbender. Avatar. Huh. 
The acquisition does not include the separate uh, portfolio of Fox IP licensed game titles, which will continue to be a part of Disney's licensed games business. Huh. So that's interesting. So they're literally just bleeding out uh, all the stuff that's essentially non-Disney-ish and just keeping everything that could be monopolized through Disney, Disney. That makes sense. It makes total sense, sense, yeah. Standpoint, yeah. But it's just, it's one of these fucking things that, you know, had Fox made better decisions, they could have been a big enough player to not have this happen to them. Like, I I think the beginning of the end was Aliens Colonial Marines. Dude, that game was so bad. It was god-awful. And I love everything Aliens, and I, I couldn't defend it. Like, I had no ground to stand on. Sad but true. I mean, they kind of, kind of was on the right track with the Alien Isolation, but I guess our, by then the damage was already done. No, and Alien Isolation was huge, but also they brought in how many different fucking companies to make it. You know, it wasn't just the Fox company. It was like this other company, this other company, this other company, like three, four, five writers. And, you know, when, when all this got together, they were like, where does it fit in the canon? And instead of last, and instead of doing what they did last time, where it was like, "Ha, cannon!" You say, "Ha ha ha!" What cannon? No, like like this time around, when they did when they did a uh, uh, isolation, they were like, "No, no, no, that guy, that guy's fired." Now we got rid of him. <laughs> we're, we're we're doing this right. Where's the, where we does don't, we don't talk cannon? about that? Uh, yeah, we don't talk about him. <laughs> Like we're doing this right, we're gonna make this part of canon and, and and at least fit into the narrative. So that's a so at least they did that right. But yeah, DJ is right. The damage has been done. Nobody trusts them anymore. Fuck them. And now we move on to speaking of fucking them, Mustard's favorite person in the world. Kojima Productions reportedly wants to develop anime, manga, and smaller games. Just gonna leave the call. <laughs> call me it's back re- when you guys are done his reach is spreading oh no <laughs> and he spread out his hand yeah, there, right. oh my god <laughs> wow he really did leave <laughs> wow he really did leave <laughs> Kojima Productions could expand beyond its butt oh, wow, welcome back, back. <laughs> Come into the bit. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Kojima Productions could expand beyond big budget video game projects, according to a new interview with Famitsu. Uh, the interview with Hideo Kojima and artist Yoji Shankawa was translated by Dual Shockers, and Kojima said he's interested in developing smaller video game titles. This could allegedly include episodic games or digital-only projects. However, he added that these small projects would not replace the studio's desire to work on big games like Death Standing. Oh, God. Oh, I'm... Um, the he's hand just, of Kojima... He's literally just off. fucking recruiting smaller developers to help in his fucking stupid... A- I can't... <laughs> Uh, DJ, please. It's a privilege to work with me, I promise. <laughs> Apparently so. Fucking piece of shit. Alright, go ahead. <clears throat> apart, uh, apart from video games, the studio could branch out to manga and anime. Kojima and uh, Simakawa 
both said they like to work on a project uh, using his uh, what's his name's mecha designs. <laughs> Neighbor. <laughs> what? what? Shinkawa, uh, Shinkawa said working on a uh, on a manga would be nice because he he likes to be able to touch his work directly. All right, that's it. Get in the, get in the van. Get in the fucking van. That was creepily said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you just know, just imagine that interview. Just imagine that interview. Uh, yeah, I'm with Mr. Shinkawa. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a pleasure working. Why are you so close to me? I like to touch my work. Please, please stop. I like to touch my work. <laughs> please. Directly. <laughs> no, no. I have no. space issues. D- d- please. What? No. Hey. No. Stop. Stop. All right. That's it. Let me be. Like you call your mom. Mom, we moved to Japan for nothing. They're touching me. They're touching me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Mustard, please. This is nope. a dark episode. I'm not reading this article. I'm not doing it. Nope. Do it. I'm not doing it. I Do swear it. to God. Like, I'm being completely... Like, this is not a bit. I'm not reading this article out loud. <laughs> Finally, Kojima added that he'd still like to make movies, which matches an interview from last year when Kojima said, in the future... Projects uh, Kojima Productions will start making films. If you can do one thing well, then you can do everything well. You hear that, mustard? Whoa. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you could do one thing. You could do everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I'm dying. <laughs> oh god! And this is what, <laughs> this is what I didn't want. This is what I didn't want him to win anything. Death Stranding was IGN's winner for best PS4 exclusive to 2019. The Kojima product. Uh, it also won best game direction at the Game Awards. Um. And he's also developing a sequel, but that the game would start from zero. This is why I didn't want him to win anything. This shit right here, that I didn't want him to win for that. Did he's like, I, hmm. Yeah, you're right I want to scream so bad, dude. I want to scream so fucking bad. Just like, do it away from the mic. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's dead that and move on. Can we ever kill him though? Can we really ever kill him? <laughs> you can't, dude. He's like he's like Freddy Krueger or the Maleficent. You know, the more you think about him, the more powerful he becomes. Oh god, I feel like I just snorted up a whole barrel full of Joker venom. Uh, yeah, Joker <laughs> guess. But now that we're moving on to the movie section, I wanted oh to ask you guys God. a question. Did, did, I get, did I get you that good? <laughs> that was really good, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. I literally screamed. I'm freaking dying. That was too good. <laughs> you just hear the fucking... Son of a bitch. <laughs> the timing of everything. Dead, the way the dead man read the article and your timing of getting off the call was just... Perfect. Like we, we could script that right. Better. You could do everything right. What the fuck kind of mentality is that shit? That's 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 in other words for I get shit on a plate and people would still fucking freak the fuck out. You know what the worst oh part is, right? God, you know what man. the worst part is is I know people call me a narcissist. 
That right there, that statement is narcissism. That's textbook narcissism. Like, literally, if you look up fucking narcissism in the dictionary, you'll see a big fat <laughs> fucking picture of this motherfucker sitting right there. Like, that is that is that is that is narcissism refined you know what i mean like it's a hundred percent proof narcissism just take a whiff of this (laughs) you don't even have to drink it bro you just gotta smell it and it'll fuck you up that's how strong and potent that was oh my god oh i could do anything right pretty much no right guys no you can't (laughs) That's the kind of fucking thinking that got him fired from fucking Konami, dude. From Konami, Honestly. yeah. That's the kind of fucking thinking that got him fired. Like, all, all I want to see, right? All I want to see honest, is... Hold on. And honestly, fucking kudos to fucking Konami for standing up to this piece of shit and telling him, you know what, motherfucker, you think you're so great? Go do it by yourself. And, and, get, and, guess, and guess what? <laughs> he, he fucking won a bunch of awards. Okay, fuck off! <laughs> Wait, well, that back... Well, he sure showed us. That's like one of those. Oh I'm god, kind of. Guys, it's a Kojima game. Oh my god, guys, it's a Kojima game. It must be so good. It's Kojima. Fucking Jesus. Even uh, even even uh, one of our one of our uh, our listeners or one of our patrons, uh, uh, <laughs> Grave Robber, who is a gigantic uh, Metal Gear Solid fan and loves a lot of things that Kojima does, thinks he's a piece of shit. Dude, he is a piece of shit. He's like one of the biggest pieces of shit in fucking video game history. And it's so hard, right? Because like it's so difficult no. because like you can't convince a Kojima fanboy that he is. You know what I mean? Like oh like oh there's 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 faults with every artist, right? Like you can point at something in on an artist <sighs> and you can go, Yeah, okay, that was kinda shitty or yeah, okay, they kinda acted like a piece of shit here or the yeah, okay, they said this. Like like you you're still gonna defend them, but you have to you have to get that that that, that moment of admittance. Can't happen with Kojima. You see, that's that's the fucking thing because like it's it's hard to do. Like it's hard to point out the flaws. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's hard to point out... Sorry, sorry. It's hard to point out... Shut up! It's hard to point out the flaws in somebody when everybody keeps stuck in their fucking dick. That's the thing. That's the fucking point that I'm trying to make. Because I went through the same thing with a certain band member. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was sitting there telling everybody, this guy's a piece of shit, this guy's a fucking asshole, and everybody was like, oh man, he's such a good guy, what do you mean? And and yeah, and he burns people, and but it's the same fucking thing with Kojima. You can't, you can't point out like, hey, this guy's kind of a fucking dickhead and he thinks he's God, but like when he keeps winning awards, a fucking back to back to back to back it's like how are you ever supposed to be like this guy shouldn't be as good as he is because it's he, he made one fucking thing good that's it he made metal gear solid that's it that's all he has really after that it's all just dick sucking and riding no no there's one other game people praise him for and that's that snatcher game no nah, but he, like he has he I has haven't a heard decent, of it so no he has a decent catalog I'm not. I'm not going to deny the guy's catalog. He has a decent catalog. However, nothing in that catalog even comes close to measuring up when it comes to fucking Metal Gear. Like you have Persona, you have the Persona sp- uh, uh, spinoffs. He even did a couple of dot hacks, uh, but nothing compares to Metal Gear. And that—that's one of these fucking things. And, and and I know, 
I know it's haunted him like his entire fucking career. You know what I mean? Like I, I know every time he steps into a, like a boardroom meeting to pitch a new game, you know, like the first thing out of somebody's mouth, you know, he's like, "Oh, hello, everybody at Konami. Uh, I'm Hideo Kojima. I'm here to pitch a new game." First dude, the first dude on the left. Is it a? Is it? A, is it a Metal Gear game? No, dude, like, he, no, it's he, not. He it's not like, a Metal gets- Gear game. It's done with this whole presentation of this new game, right? Like it's a new game, fucking. <sighs> All right, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, when, when when's Metal Gear Six coming out, though? <laughs> yeah, I got I got one criticism, one one criticism there, Hideo. Uh, okay, what's your criticism? This isn't Metal Gear. You're correct. This is we're going for a new IP. What? <laughs> Like I understand, I I really do. Like I understand the kind of pressure the dude's under. However, I, I I'm with mustard in the idea that he should not be getting the amount of praise, and that that he does for for something that other people have done way better. So, yeah, not just rewards, but successful game after successful game. Yeah, the, the mean, fucking the I fucking mean, Persona games. I, I don't think there's been a single flop with them. Nope. Truth be told, I don't know which one, the Persona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Persona games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are like universally sacred right there. Boring. The only thing I wonder, I mean, has he ever had a a commercially flop game? Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear. Metal Gear, um... uh, Metal Gear uh, Ground Ground Zero was, was a flop. Ground Zero, the virtual one, uh, all the shit he released on the Sion, the PSP ones, all of those didn't didn't do shit. But yeah, I mean it, it's fucking hard to criticize the guy when literally a playable demo, <laughs> uh, people were pushing to uh, you know vote for Game of the Year for just a demo. Yeah, and he was just like, nah. Well, no, because all the players were like, "This needs to be player. This needs to be game of the year." And you know, like everybody who does the game of the year awards were like, "It's a demo." Yeah, but it should be game of the year. It's not a game. It's a demo. You're, you're seeing that's like seeing the preview. Oh, of right, a, right, right. I remember that article that we read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like seeing the fucking preview of a movie should be at the Oscars and not the movie. <laughs> like, doesn't work that way, bro. Yeah. Best fucking trailer I've ever seen in my life, by God. <laughs> you know, you know, there's, there's the guys that It's take- got everything. Action, suspense, three minutes. It's all you fucking need. <laughs> Tell a whole story. Oh, God. Don't fucking make me laugh again, dude. Oh, my stomach's so fucking trying to recover. <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> all you need, brother. Everything in life takes three minutes. <laughs> oh god, I think I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> anyway, he's moving past the Kojima hate. Um, since we're since we're now in the movie section, I've been for a few minutes. What what are some uh, what are some movies that you guys have seen? And like you did not regard them as kind of anything dark or anything, but then you rewatched them when you were older, and you were like, "Okay, this was actually a seriously fucking dark movie." How did I watch this as a child, 
or at a younger age, what has been one of those movies where you're just like, oh god, this is this is actually really dark. Oh boy. Because I, I think I know which one it is for DJ, but Mustard, I want to hear what it is for you. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still fucking pissed off at Kojima. Get, 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 get in the subject, come on. Dude, I was actually thinking to myself, like, why is he so great? Like, he, why do people suck his dick so fucking much? Like, Kanye why? West Syndrome, bro. Oh, God, he's, you know what? Yeah, he's literally the fucking Kanye West of video games. Okay, what what movie? What are we talking about? What movie is what? What movie did you watch when you were younger uh, that you didn't regard as much, but now that you're older and you will rewatch it, you're like, "Fuck, that was dark." How did I? Uh, fuck, that was dark. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. Watch those uh, Starship Troopers. Really? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. That's when I was younger, I was. What? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, it's badass. Yeah, it's killing bugs. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, armies and guns and it's fuck yeah. But, like, now that I'm older, I'm like, wow, Johnny Rico just should have fucking killed himself, dude. Like, he's got nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was, uh, and, and, like, I started looking at the story through Johnny. I was like, dude, like, okay, you're, you, you're, you're stupid as fuck because you can't pass a test. And your girlfriend leaves you for the more handsome pilot because he's much smarter than you, much more handsome than you, and has accomplished way more than you. Makes way more money. Yeah, so then your parents fucking disown you because you want to join the military, so you're alone on that front. And then they fucking die when the fucking asteroid hits their home. So, like, your parents are dead. Your, your girlfriend left you. All of your fucking friends are dying around you in combat. Like viciously, your life, your life sucks, dude. <laughs> like Johnny Rico has is probably one of the strongest characters I've ever seen in my life. Like, like legit, because even after all of that shit happened, he was still like, I'm badass enough to go fucking find this bug and kill them all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. Th- I, I that's what I'm saying. Is like Starship Troopers used to be just a fucking oh cool yeah bugs yeah fuck, fuck yeah kill it. But like now, it's like no, no, it's it's an actual story, and I I love it. Well, you you wrote a song, didn't you? Yes, sir, I did. I did, and it's the song's name is actually the name of the bug planet Clendatu. <laughs> Clendatu, yeah. And the the song is about essentially Johnny's story. It's about feeling isolated. It's about feeling alone and abandoned. And it's about saying like, "Why the fuck did I do all this to myself just for you to leave me?" Didn't didn't I call you and I was, like after I listened to it and I was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> yeah, you <did. laughs> yeah, you fucking did. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. That movie, the movie, really does mean a lot to me in a lot of different ways. Uh, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you, you know, every time... You, you, what's funny is you didn't fucking, you didn't take me seriously when I said this at first, but now no, you do, huh? No, no, completely, you are right. I was, I was like, fucking start, oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, it was one of those, oh yeah, forgot about, forget, forgot about all that tragedy right there. Just There's an actual up. fucking plot to that movie, yes. <laughs> Stepped in a whole pile of tragedy. <laughs> Alright, so we're we gonna say every time you what? Uh... 
I, I don't remember, honestly. Every, every time you listen to the song, what? No, no, no. Like, 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 every, every, I just remember, I remember I recalled it and I was like, and every time I listen to it, I'm like, God, this is such a sad, right? Right? This is not a sad, <laughs> it's not a sad boy song. It's about Johnny Rico. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sad boy It's about fucking Rico, bro. Oh man, because like it's it's so easy, right? Like like it's so fucking easy to listen to that song and go, "Sad boy, motherfucker!" Like uh, get yeah. your Joji off, come on, bro. Yeah, but it's not that. It's really it's not. the song. It's not that. No. What's the name of this song? We'll play the music part if you want. We'll save it for the post yeah, show. I- You're gonna be here for the fucking post show, so we're playing it in the post show. Excuse my excitement. DJ, what was your movie? Oh, jeez. Quite a few of them, actually. Okay. We'll, we'll go, go name three, I mean, and well, we'll come I mean, back like, to Mustard for his, his other well, two. Like, I, mean, I mean, off the top of my head right now, maybe, uh, I guess, RoboCop. Oh. Okay. Explain why. I mean, I know why, but go ahead. I mean, I mean, uh, I mean come on. I mean especially back in the day when it was first announced, you know, even as kids, you know, we all, you know, we all watched it. Like what we see is like, you know, you know, this guy goes through a tragedy, you know, but he gets stronger, you know, he becomes, you know, he, he becomes basically like a superhero, you know, like a super yeah. cop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You so know, it, he it, get killed by, by, by red foreman. Tell you, man. <laughs> no, but you know, uh, I remember like, you know, uh, you know, as being a kid, you know, we see that it's like, you know, Oh, you know, this is just awesome. You know, you know, he's living the dream. He's literally a living superhero. Well, well, partially a living superhero, but, you know, you get the idea. Somewhat alive uh, superhero. <laughs> 85% living superhero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dang, I don't even know if it's even that. But, uh... But basically, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much like the whole kid's dream. It's like, oh, man, look at him. He's like, you know, he has everything he wants. Like, you know, that's all he needs. You know, but when you watch it again as an adult, and you just see, like, everything this guy goes through, not just, uh, you know, not just physically. I mean, after all, you know, getting torn apart by shrapnel is. Uh, Shotguns, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, he literally it. dies, he fucking Several gets, times, yeah. Yeah, several fucking times. Like, he gets shot, like, like point blank with machine guns and shotguns, and then his wife fucking divorces him. His his police, his, his fucking police force uses him as a fucking parade and, and like, a, basically, like, a zoo exhibit. Like He's basically yeah. trapped in his own mind. Yeah, he, he literally he, can't get out of it because he's all he knows is police. You know, like, he's literally tra- run- it's actually fucking tragic. Yeah, he's run he's run by well, four directors, really. Four primary directors, uh, yes. Yeah, uh you know, you see this guy, you know, like when he finally like he finally like you see him finally understand his uh his plight. He understands like, oh shit, this is where I be you know, this is what I am now. You know, god dang, you know, like this is uh you know, this is this could be a case study on uh, human psychology. It can. It, the people have studied it. Actually, there has been several. Uh, 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 I don't want to say studies. I want to say deep dives into the psychology of what RoboCop is. 
You know, it's, yeah, so RoboCop is probably, like, my number one example of, God, you know, as a kid, like, yeah, you know, it's awesome. Like, he was killing them all. But as an adult, it's like, fuck me, runny. <laughs> you know, how, like, why isn't this guy throwing himself into a volcano to melt himself already? Yeah, no, it's pretty fucked yeah. up. Um, oh, and, uh, you know, and just for clarification, Terminator can still whip his ass. Totally. Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, so, okay, so you want to name your number, uh, well, I guess I gotta go. Um, honestly, Hook. Robin Williams, uh, I think it was, uh, Dennis, Dennis Hoffman. Um, God, that movie is so good and so wholesome until you just peel away one layer. And then you realize Hook is grooming Peter's son to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, like mm-hmm. there's there's mental grooming going on. There there there's punishment going on. There's suicide jokes, <laughs> a long bit about suicide. Um, the 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 word kill. They don't say we defeat pirates. They don't say we fight pirates. What does Rufio tell Peter Pan? We kill pirates. We kill pirates. Um, there's. A good, there's a good amount of violence. Uh, in Hook's first scene, he kills the guy that bet against him, literally in the boo box with the scorpions. Um, this is a really, really, really dark movie. Once you go just a little bit deeper, and also the idea that Rufio dies, which is also kind of in the book. Like in the book, it's not Rufio; it's another. It's like his second in command, but. Uh, yeah, but he dies a lot, like, uglier. Worse, yeah, he dies a lot yeah. worse. He dies, like, literally, like, the entire ship stabs him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> read the original <laughs> book, folks. Don't read the Disney. Don't read the Disney one. The original book is so much more fucked. Uh, and the reason... Yeah. the reason Peter Pan himself is pretty fucked. Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. The reason uh, pirates fight the Lost Boys, especially in the original book, is because uh, when you grow up, Peter Pan kills you or Mm -hmm. you grow up and run away and become a pirate. Mm -hmm. So, and then Peter Pan kills you and then Peter Pan tries to kill you. You try to kill Peter Pan. So it's this really fucked, uh, dichotomy. And, and, uh, I do love the idea that hook delved a little bit deeper into that idea, ideology. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we had several moments that were really deep and really dark. Um, like with chunk, Remember him, uh, the big, the big fat black kid. Uh, he goes, uh, "I wish I remembered my mom." You know what I mean. And then uh, mm-hmm. when Rufio was dying, uh, he says, "I wish I had a dad like you." Like, there's some really dark shit happening, like really yeah. ridiculously dark, and it is deep. And uh, uh, one thing that really caught my eye was uh, Peter Pan was going to kill Hook right in front of his kids, in front of his own. Fucking mm-hmm. children, bro. And even then, it's like, you know, dad, you know, please stop. And he was still like looking at him. It's like, my child, like, my daughter is holding my uh, holding my hand back. But you can see, look at his eyes, like, he was still going to thrust that sword at him. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, 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 he was going to kill Hook. And, you know, I love the line after all, what would Neverland be without Captain Hook? I love that line. So, yeah, man. No, dude. No, dude. <laughs> uh, okay, we, we're going to watch that 
<laughs> we're gonna watch the end of post show so <laughs> fucking DJ finally knows what it is. Um, um Yeah, so I think we all have pretty good ones actually. Yeah, so what's your what's your, well we'll do one more for time's sake. One what more if, for each of us? Yeah, one more for each of us. A movie that was dark that I didn't know about. Yeah. Basically. Not, mm. Yeah, not until you watch it later. I I feel like I feel like I have another good one, but I just can't remember it right now. Um Alright, we'll come so back. Come back come back, yeah, come back to me. DJ, I know you got one loaded. Uh, not really. Really? Like I said, I mean, I, 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 I know I have a few. I just can't think of them right now. Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I'm going through. Oh, wow. Well, that was a fail. Oh, I got one. I got one. Okay, go ahead. Monkey Bone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget about that movie. Damn, yeah, yeah I, that was a I fucked watched, up movie. I watched it again, like, you know, maybe a year ago, and, like, I hadn't watched it since I was a kid, like, when it first came out, and, um, I don't like that story. <laughs> the story's really fucked up. Really, really fucked up. It is, dude. Like, it's fucking weird, too. It's just so fucked about it. Like, the gymnastics, you know, the, 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 the gymnast g- yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, the fucking. It is, it is fucked. Hmm. Cool world. Also, one that's ridiculously dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, what yeah. Is it? Brad Pitt. Fucking yeah, Brad Pitt. Then other people that no one care about. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, like, remember as a kid, I was like, yeah, cartoons, whatever. <laughs> you know, like I, you know, like you knew it was like doing like weird stuff, but it's like one of those. Yeah, hey, you're a kid. What the fuck ever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You're just enjoying the silliness of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just, it's but, exactly a monkey bone too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, wow, that was a good one. That really is a good one because that, that that movie is really twisted. Incredibly so. Uh, my second one has to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Which one? The first one. The first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. You're in one. Now, here's why. Here's why, though. What is the curse of the gold? Does anybody remember? Yeah. What Um, is it? Wait, the curse of the of the of the gold, like the, the one, Aztec the, gold, yeah, the cursed gold. Uh, I just, dude, I literally just watched the movies like last week. You can't uh, feel, you can't feel pleasure, you can't feel. Pain. Yeah, you're basically dead, but you're not dead. You are hungry. No matter what you eat, it never, you can never taste it. It turns to ash in your mouth. No matter what you drink, you'll always be thirsty. No matter how much you screw, you'll always be horny. This is literal, perpetual hell. Yeah. And because the curse is everlasting, at one point in time, you were shot or you were killed. And the moonlight reveals how long you've been dead. And all these guys have been dead for years and years and years and years. And that's not all. Let's go a step further with that. Jack Sparrow, everyone's favorite pirate, is actually a fucking murderer. 
Like nobody realizes that he's a murderer. Now that we've seen all the other, now that we've seen all the other movies and all the other ones that have been released, we know that he murdered an entire ship of sailors uh, by trapping them in perpetuity uh, to exist in this non-existence. He kills Barbosa. Yeah. He also sold sold out like hundreds of people to fucking uh, what's his name, Davy Jones. Well, I mean, he no, he did he did rescue one hundred souls. That was yeah, he did do, he did do that, but he also he has he's probably taken a little more than that. Uh, yeah, he was trying to he was trying to collect souls in Tortuga to trade back to Davy Jones. Yeah, so, <laughs> the, you know, the, and, and and this is another situation of uh, there's no good guys. Everyone's a shitty person. Absolutely everyone, including Will Turner, including mm-hmm. Elizabeth. They're all mm-hmm. shitty people. Slut. They, they're all shitty people. It's just <laughs> that's just one, one or two of them are slightly more shitty than the others. And that movie is severely dark. Like once you start breaking it down just a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, like once you actually realize there's motherfuckers that get ran through their throats cut on screen and they die on screen in a Disney production. Yeah. Uh, like towards. I remember. I remember. Like, uh, when it first came out, I believe like people were like, "Are you sure you want to do this, Disney?" Like, (laughs) I remember. Like, and then and then they were they were also saying at the same time like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be another little kids movie, pirates." But no, 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 we were all wrong. We were all wrong, and it was a dark, dark movie. Still one of my favorites, though. So, anyways, now that we're done with that and expressing our childhood trauma through cinema, uh, let's talk about something else that traumatized Is that what we were doing? I guess we were exercising it. I don't know. Uh, DJ, you're the psychologist in the room. What do you say? Yeah, why not? Okay, there we go. Speaking of childhood trauma, uh, Dennis Villanueva wants to make more Blade Runner movies, uh, just not in the Blade Runner universe. Or the Blade Runner time or story, I don't know, let's take a look here. Uh, Dennis Villanueva, Villanueva, yeah, okay, uh, has expressed his interest in returning to the Blade Runner universe for another movie, though he says it would would not be connected to the original Blade Runner, released in 1982 and the 2017 sequel. Uh, in an interview with Empire, Villeneuve... Villeneuve? What, what is that? It's an incomplete last name. It's annoying. Just uh, say Villeneuve, honestly. It sounds good. Villeneuve reflected on his ambitious sci-fi sequel set 30 years after the events of the Ridley Scott's groundbreaking film, as he admitted that the movie's neon-soaked world stimulated more than one story in his mind. However, we also, in a recent show, uh, said goodbye to the original set designer of Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know... I don't know how he's going to come back to this world with the guy that literally created it is gone. Well, I don't know, man. He's probably going to do like a spin-off or some shit, like a. Well, I mean, it's like the the this the story with Harrison Ford is done. Yeah, pretty so, much. So it's going to be completely different. It's going to be a different monster altogether. Uh, Mustard, please. It's such an inspiring place. The Blade Runner world, he's a, he told the publication. The problem I have is the word sequel. I think cinema needs original stories. But if we you agree. ask me, I, 
But if you ask me, I'd like to revisit the universe in a different way. I can say yes. It would need to be a project on its own. Something disconnected from both other movies. A detective noir story set in the future. I wake up sometimes in the night dreaming about it. Huh. Dude's, dude's excited. Okay, so do you, wake, do you wake up or are you fucking dreaming? I don't know. Uh, do, do androids dream of electric sheep? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck? A woodchuck could chuck wood. Um, Five. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. DJ, please. Despite his popularity with critics, Blade Runner uh, 2049 underperformed with, uh, at the box office. Wait, critics actually liked it? Oh yeah, no, a lot of a lot of critics loved it. I mean, wait, I, did, did, wait, 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 did we did we joke about Kobe Bryant earlier? No. Yes. I Maybe think we did. Yeah, we did. We did. He just he just died. Wait, no. are you serious? What? Yeah, he literally just died in a in a helicopter crash. Breaking news: twenty one minutes ago. <laughs> oh no. Yep. Huh. Uh, I'm not. What? Uh, DC, yeah, he keep, literally keep, keep going, man. Just died, dude. <laughs> we fucking killed Kobe Bryant. No, uh, dude, we did it again. At first, it was Neil Peart. No, oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> okay, despite its popularity with critics, Blade Runner uh, twenty four and nine under under the under underperformed at the box office. Opening to a less than expected 32 million against a reported 150 million production budget. The primary reason cited for its shortcomings sur uh, surrounded expense, length, its R rating. Yep, everyone has to try to go for that PG 13 rating. Yeah, which even we though the movie doesn't with. warrant it. Mm -hmm. And that it's skewed, uh, skewed too old, which means it didn't appeal to enough to younger viewers who were detached from the original. True, and, uh, like yeah. In, in, in other words, they waited too long. <clears throat> it's the same problem with freaking Snake Plissken. They had something really hot. If they followed up, uh, Escape from New York with something else, perhaps within a couple of years, Snake Plissken could uh, could have been uh, uh, way bigger. Yeah, you know. But instead, they did a sequel like uh, like over a decade later, and all of a sudden, nobody cared except for like huge Escape from New York fans. Like myself, but it's just still like, dude, the iron's so past cold. Yeah, but like, see, appealing to older generations with nostalgia is kind of a, it's kind of an, it's it's whack because like you can't. The whole point is to introduce the series to the newer generation and people who are going to keep watching it. You know. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's what it should be. I mean, the old generation uh, uh, gives it the proper buzz that the new generation will probably pay attention to, and then bam. But. So did you so, find something, Dead Man? Uh, yeah, we we killed Kobe Bryant. Yeah, we killed Kobe Bryant, dude. God damn! <laughs> oh, fuck! Shit! He literally died in a car. In a, oh, in a yeah, but about about just after, just before we about right after, yeah, literally right after we started making jokes about him. Oh no! I I, I mean, are you absolutely serious about this? Yes, yes like he's dead. We're, we're, he's we're, actually we're fucking dead, dude. Oh. Oh, formal apology from BT Network coming soon. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. He's kind of a rapist and a horrible person. So I don't know. Yeah. I really... uh, <laughs> what have we done? 
Oh, no. Hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, they always said we use our powers for good. I never said that. No, they said. At least they wanted us to. Yeah, well, we're on the Magic Squirrel Network, and uh, good is relative. Anyways, I mean, Blade Runner 2049 was nowhere near as bad as as everybody, all, all the fans said it was. It was nowhere near as bad. And I don't I don't fucking get the hate from it. I really don't. Like all the people that were talking about replicants and who's a replicant and who's not a replicant, I'm like, it doesn't matter. Alright, what's the story? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So People uh, just wanted to make some things remain a mystery, I guess. I, I, I and I get that. I understand that. I really fucking do. Uh, but at the same fucking time, uh, people like me and DJ would rather have closure. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, Mustard. You know, it's like one of those, it's like one of those, fuck this up in the air bullshit. Did they, did they not? You know what I mean? No, I can live a little bit of a, I can live a little bit of a cliffhanger and, uh, you know, ambiguity. I like that. Uh, Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I can understand that if there's a sequel coming. Nope, I don't need it. I don't need it. Personally, I don't like. I like. I love having. Okay, kind of like the Sopranos ending. Fuck I like that. that. I Fuck liked it. That I liked it. I liked that was it stupid. You, no, it wasn't. When you really break it down and like when you break really it down for an, us. analyze the scene. Okay, well, basically there was like eight people in that fucking restaurant wanting to kill Tony. Like for all for different reasons. Uh huh. And he shows up, he's trying to eat with his daughter, and all of these people start showing up, and he's looking around very nervous, and then you have the credits. Yeah. Fucking stupid. Dude, Even the goddamn writers said they didn't know what to do with it. No, the, well, the writer, they said that they left it open-ended, and I like to think that they all had a shootout and everybody died. Like Kobe Bryant. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, well, the the actor that played Tony is dead. Uh, yeah. James Gandolfini, he's gone. Yeah, he's dead. That so, a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was he was he was a big guy. It was, it well, was do you a, remember how he used to breathe in the show? That used to always like like register with me as a kid. It was how hard he used to. <sighs> yeah. Well, yeah, because they had to they had him run across set for something, and he they had him uh, they had him body mic. You know what I mean? You know what a body mic is, right? No, no, I'm saying like in scenes when he'd be talking yeah, so yeah. seriously, he'd be like, you know what? I just, I don't like the way you're talking to me. You know, like, <laughs> what was that? What was that fucking scene in the diner? Remember that when he's talking to like his son or something? Yeah. And like, it literally is that it's every two words. It's like, look, the way you're conducting yourself, it isn't good for the business. It isn't. Dude, that literally always me. registered me as a kid. I was like, why the fuck is this motherfucker breathing so fucking hard? Like, and then as I got older and a little bit taller, like, uh, and a little bit fatter. <laughs> yeah. As I got older and a lot fatter, I realized like, that's how you breathe through your fucking nose when you are severely overweight. <laughs> when you got health problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but anyways, uh, I don't know. I, I would like, like, um, <sighs> and I had, I, I, I want this to happen. I want more Blade Runner stuff, but at the same fucking time, I don't. 
And here's why I don't. For the same fucking reason, all the side Star Wars stuff was canceled. Oh, God, dude. Yeah, please. Because Rogue... I'm sorry, and I will always fucking disagree with you that Rogue One was a terrible fucking movie. Do you like, think, have you ever weighed in on that, or have you set the fence on that? Yeah, I'm pretty much on the fence. I see both sides. Yeah, he sees, yeah, obviously. So he's on the fence. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm cool. Just like every other fucking thing we talk about on this podcast, it's always me and you fucking bickering and DJ <laughs> trying to play referee. Yeah, what can I say, you know? Well, you're pure. Uh-huh. None of us are pure. <laughs> Not a single fucking person in this yeah, call is pure. Yeah, my fucking brain was like, uh-huh, good one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know what you're talking about. You know, you're the one with the issues, dead man. I'm just chilling. Uh, yeah, okay, says the dude that I had to babysit drunk outside of Applebee's one night on his birthday. <laughs> Fuck you. It's just so Fuck random, you. Dude, so random time. I don't know what you're talking Fuck about, man. You. <laughs> <laughs> I get drunk outside of lots of Applebee's, okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know what, what the hell are you talking about? I, I gotta like... defend myself to you, you son of a bitch. God, it's my Saturday <laughs> night, huh? What you gotta say about that? <laughs> it's just oh, Saturday, you know? What? I doubt a fifth of Jameson in the Applebee's parking lot, huh? <laughs> I'll fight whoever the fuck I want. <laughs> whoever comes out, huh? Huh? <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Reel it in, reel it in. Reel it in. <laughs> Speaking of drunk in the parking <laughs> lot, uh, The Matrix 4 says Hugo Weaving no, not no, returning. No, 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 no. That segue did not fucking work, dude. That what? segue was terrible. <laughs> Speaking of getting drunk in a parking lot. Hey, guys, we got Agent back. We got Agent Smith back. Oh, yeah, I never, okay, I never told that story. That's why you don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Um, God damn it. I think it was the second or third movie. Uh, uh-huh. I went to go see the theaters. Uh, but the tickets I bought were... The, the the showing was moved back, right? Like an hour and a half. So I literally had to sit in the parking lot with like four of my friends and drink a 30-pack <laughs> before we went to go see the Matrix. So that's why, and I forgot I never told you guys that fucking story. We were wasted as shit, waiting to go see the fucking Matrix, standing in line, swaying, going, I hope this is as good as the last one. Mm. Okay, am I smoking here? I want a cigarette. <laughs> so <laughs> that was that was the segue. <laughs> I just never told the story. That's a fail on my part. Uh, but anyways, Hugo Weaving, not returning as Agent Smith. And I don't see why he would. What I mean, what about yeah. you guys? Kind of weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact that, you know, they were hinting that Agent Smith was going to come back in some capacity for the fourth film. I was, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little curious just, just to know how they would make that work. But he's gone. He's dead. Exactly. He's, he's he's fucking beyond dead. He's exactly. literally deleted. Unless exactly. Unless it's like some kind of a prequel. No, this is a sequel. Exactly. You know, that's the only thing I could have thought of. Like him coming back, like okay, it's like a prequel <clears throat> or something. Maybe this would have started like a young Morbius or something. Morpheus, you mean? More. Yes, right. Morpheus. Morbius, my guy. Morbius. Actually, yeah, we got to watch that trailer too before this segment ends. But uh, uh, honestly. 
Good for him for for refusing. I, I mean, good for him for turning down the nostalgia and being like, uh, the character's dead. I get what you're trying to do, but there's just no fucking room in this story. For there are combat. other agents. Yeah, there are other agents. Way, uh, way more agents. Like he wasn't. You know, the, what stood, what stood Agent Smith apart uh, was the idea that he became rogue. But now that we have peace between the humans and the machines, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Uh, let's see. Um. Essentially, uh, he says it's due to scheduling issues. It's unfortunate, but actually I had, to, I had this offer for the visit. Then I had the offer came from the Matrix. So I knew what was happening, but I didn't have dates. All, I, I thought I could do both, and it took eight weeks to work out the dates, uh, which dates would work. I held off on accepting uh, a role in the visit during that time. I was in touch with the Wachowskis, uh, but in the end, they decided that the dates were not going to work. I mean, I, either way, I'm glad there's no room for him to come back. Yeah, because his character's dead. Deleted. Fucking dead, deleted, whatever you want to call it, he's gone. The Matrix version of being dead. Uh, essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's a shame. It is a shame because my favorite character in The Matrix has always been Agent Smith. But I, I mean, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of just like the guns they always hold. They look so heavy. The fifty cal's, yeah, those are fifty calibers. Yeah, those fucking Berettas, dude. Ber- just kidding. Obviously, they're not Berettas. I, I want to hurt you. Uh, let's yeah, see. yeah. I heard you. I heard your fucking brain twitch at that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was a bit bad. So we have one of DJ's all-time favorite villains. Stop. <laughs> from the Spider-Man universe, getting his own movie. You guys yeah, ready for right. this? All-time favorite. I, I, saw, it, I saw it at Bad Boys. Yeah, go and play it. One of your favorites. Not your favorite. One of. Eh, he's all right. Fucking trailer to the trailer! I told you, get used to it. I hate Michael, that shit. I've known you since you were a child. <laughs> It's fucking Jared Leto, dude. The gift. You always have. If there's an answer to the disease, you'll find it. Oh, hey, look, they're they're going with the uh, the scientist Morbius. Yeah. Should have died years ago. Why am I still here if not to fix this? I have a rare blood disease, and I'm running out of time. This could be my last chance. You're up to something. What is it? That's not exactly legal. I want to see you get hurt more than you already have. This would be a cure. Lady, have you seen me lately? Right? At what cost? I can walk? Alright. Uh, I don't know. Life? (laughs) 
time. I feel like more alive than ever. Increased strength and speed. Oh, they give rid of the shadow jumps. Echolocation. And an overpowering urge to consume blood. Allowed to go. Oh, hey, oh, whoa, shit. Hey, did you see Spidey? Go fix something that's broken. Until the remedy. <laughs> is worse than the disease. Michael Morbius. Got tired of doing the whole good guy thing, huh? What's up, Doc? And the vulture's back. Neat. Well? Thoughts? Opinions? Boys? Curious. I mean, another step into their Spidey, uh, Spidey-verse. And we already have confirmation that Venom and Tom Holland Spider-Man are going to collide at one point in time. Now we have another player. We have Morbius. We have the Vulture. And we have Venom. We're three short of the Sinister Six. Ugh, Venom part of the Sinister Six. God, I hate that idea. Well, he always was. Well, well no, no, not originally. There was, uh, not originally. Uh, I think he was part of the third incarnation. No, uh, the Sinister Sticks because it was the one because uh, it was Doctor Octopus, uh, Electro, freaking uh, Green Goblin, Sandman, and Scorpion. Missing Scorpion. one. <sighs> one sec. The Vulture. Yeah, the Vulture. Yeah. Venom didn't came till later. I think. I think. And I, I mean, think even there was uh, was stupid of Venom to uh, be part of it at all. Because one thing about the Sinister Six was uh, one aspect of it was that the Sinister Six, you know, they came all they all band together because they couldn't defeat Spider Man individually. So let's all team up. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know, let's all team up and uh, take them out. But uh ah, oh, here we go, see. <laughs> but Venom never needed anybody to take out Spider Man. That was nah. like his whole thing. Yeah, see here's the link at here's the link of the original uh Sinister Stick on, on this uh site here. Oh, okay, here we go. So Oh you know. it, okay, so it's Mysterio, yeah. Electro, Sandman, Vulture, Doc Ock, and the Hunter. Craven. Yeah, so yeah, no, like I said, Venom didn't come to way later, and that's the thing about Venom. Like Venom was always so powerful; he could take Spider-Man alone. It was almost always a trick to beat Venom, and that's why I always love Venom, like standing on his own. Sinister Six, no, they have to team up because they can't beat Spider-Man on, uh, on his own. But Venom, so no, we're he missing. Uh, we're missing Electro Craven, which is getting a movie. Uh, this, this this soon. I don't remember when, but he's getting a movie soon. And Doc Ock. So we only have two then. We only have Mysterio and Vulture for the original cast. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. 
but what what did you think of the trailer? I mean, because I know I know you love more. I love you love science Morbius. You don't like the homeless Morbius. For those for those of you who are listening to us nerd out, uh, Morbius like Iron Man, like Captain America, has gone through several different iterations. One of the most popular ones uh, was he was a homeless rock star. I believe that's what the second. Yeah, I think so. And uh, he—that was pretty much the most popular version of him. He was an anti-hero, much like Venom. But the intelligent one, that the scientist Morbius, is the one that he's got. A, he's got a little bit more passion than the other one does. Yeah, yeah. DJ, DJ, and I he, prefer he, the he science makes one. Per- yeah, he makes things a lot more personal. And I and uh, so that's that's one of your favorites. It is. I know it is. We've talked at length about this, DJ. What do you think of what the movie looks like, though? I like it, actually. You know, for one, they're doing the, the science, you know, the science Mobius, you know, how he became a, you know, vampire through, you know, scientific methods. Yeah. I like uh, that you don't know if he's actually going to turn, uh, if he's going to be like both the hero and the villain as well. Right. I did miss the Spider-Man part. I'd probably have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, it's on the wall behind him, and it has spray-painted across it, Murderer. Ah. Oh, okay. So right, we know so what timeline this is in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I like that music, you know, the, the, the take Fear on... The release, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the fact that they used, you know, that he couldn't walk, I love that. Like, you know, I love that that uh, that detail and why he would, be, you know, go to that extreme on uh, on such a dangerous procedure. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, actually, I'm all for. I'm, I will be watching this film. I was a little worried because you know, Venom's one thing. You know, Venom's a beast all on his own. But after Venom, I was wondering, okay, can they really keep this going? Can they really keep interest? And so far. Uh, from what I've seen with Bobby's, I see uh, a solid film, so I'm I'm gonna go check it out. What about you, Mustard? Uh, I'm I, I know, I know you. I know you hate David uh, uh, Jared Leto. I know you hate Jared Leto. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Oh. But you know what? Jared Leto's a fucking caricature. You know, he's literally just a fucking weirdo. Well, he's a character actor. Yeah. He's not method. He's a character actor. It's a, there's a difference. Well, he tried to be method with a Joker, but Did not everybody work. got so annoyed of his ass. Yeah. I mean, like uh, the, the the science aspect of it is what really has me interested. The fact that he goes full vamp is also what has me really interested. Uh, a lot of uh, I, I I know the idea of him going full vamp. That visual is very scary for uh, uh, a, a a superhero audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it is integral to the way I he's wanna, perceived. You know what I want to see, dude? I want to see a fucking... Uh... Oh, I just had his name in my head and I forgot. Lobo. I want to see a Lobo movie. Damn good. No? Nah. He was one of my favorite characters until they started making... Until every time Superman showed up, they started just buffing him to be as powerful as Superman. And I, and I just I said that I found that annoying. Well, he kind of is a demon that you know gets his power from the dark dimension itself. So, well, that's just it, though. Well, like, that's, that's news to me. Yeah, no, it's just, he's been watching a lot of death battles, so he knows he knows a lot of history, which I find fucking awesome. I think it's cool. Um, but the problem is, is that when when Lobo first showed up to take Superman in, 
Uh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Is your literal only problem with it, Lobo is just his fucking relationship with Superman? That's all he was brought in for. That's the whole reason he was created. No he bullshit. Was cre- he was like the anti-hero, like you said, dude. He was like literally one of those people that's like, I don't pick sides. I just fucking kill people because like they're, uh, you okay. know? I, I, okay, best way I could sum it up. I like Lobo. Mm-hmm. I don't like Lobo when he's involved with anybody else from the DC uh, universe. How about That's that? what I'm saying. I wish we could have a character study on Lobo. It would be interesting. I mean, it would be yeah. interesting. I'm not going to lie. That It's kind of like a Deadpool, like on, you know, the extreme, but... That's what I'm saying. He's kind of like Deadpool, yeah. Um, I don't know. Which one, which, are, which one of these B characters would you like to see on the screen there, uh, Deej? Uh, B characters? <sighs> Yeah, like Lobo, yeah, Morbius. Yeah, like rejected superheroes, rejected villains, <laughs> shit. Hmm. Um, their own, if it was their own movie. Uh, golly. Uh, I guess Gambit? Fuck, you stole mine. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I mean, I don't know why Gambit is so controversial with. With fans, I mean, this guy has a really, really interesting backstory. Yeah, a part of that, a part of uh, swamp pirates cursed with immortality by the White Queen lives for a hundred something years. You know what I mean? Like, like he's a seriously interesting character. He really is, and I don't think he gets enough credit. I mean, uh, I love Wolverine too, but Gambit, holy shit! Here's another story that would actually get butts in the seats. Gambit in relation to Wolverine. Also some of my favorite interactions. You know, also his relationship to Bishop that proves his immortality. Yeah, a lot of people never actually put that together in days in days of the future past. It's like, oh, Bishop was trained by Gambit. Why is Gambit still alive 200 years into the future? <laughs> Because Gambit doesn't fucking die. Because Gambit don't die. And that's also one of the reasons he can fuck Rogue and live. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> now that we're... Honestly, we really think about Gambit, it's like one of the most tragic superheroes ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save that for the post-show, though. So let's oh, yeah. get that and move on. So I called you guys over the weekend, and I told you to listen to the new Eminem album. The new mm-hmm. Eminem album. Wow. Did you hear the way I tripped over that? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what did you guys think of it? Uh, we'll, it. we'll start with you, Deej, please. Too many, uh, too many oh. guest appearances. Hmm. I can understand that. I you know, that. I mean, that, it's like it was overall. I thought it was overall right. I mean, it was good. I mean, for some reason, I mean, I keep going back to this song. I will, right. you know, I just love the, uh, I just love the beat. I just love that smoothness. But overall, I'm like, why does he have all these people on his album? You know, why is he carrying all these people? You know, it's like it's, it's like what half the album. You know, uh, he has I to think have, like, there's he, like he five has... or six, yeah. Out of a twenty, uh, al- yeah. out of a twenty-track album, having five or six guest spots, I don't think it's that bad nowadays. I think it's more than that, though. 
Truth be told, I think there's, I think there is actually more, but, but the fact of the matter is, it, it just seemed like there's just too many guests. You know, it's like maybe you like, like you know, you know, back, uh, uh, you know, back then, like you would, uh, he would have like maybe like a, uh, a guest, like you know, they'll like probably like say like one line, yeah, and like you know, it probably just fuck off. I disagree. What about the uh, too many M- guests or just like Eminem one line has always off? loved to collaborate with people. Oh yeah, always. no, I'm, I'm not like, saying that he didn't. He's always like, like really liked to bring like especially newer artists on to like you know help expose them a little bit. Oh yes, and... absolutely, I completely agree. I'm just saying like it was a bit too much of that, at least for me in this album. Ah, uh, I feel you. Uh, yeah, like I said, I, I I kind of agree, but I yeah. see I see why it's happening. Like it's not just pointless, you know. Yeah, 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 I can understand that. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought the album was is a solid, uh, solid return to form. But like I said, it's just it's a bit, it's just a bit, a bit too much collaboration for me. But that's just me. What about you, Mustard? I like that. I like I the love, phrase. I love though, the f- return what? to form. I like that. Go ahead. I I'm love sorry. the fucking album, dude. I do. I I honestly love all of the messages in it. I love the. I love the the innuendos. I love the. The clapbacks, the fucking jokes. Like, I, I love the album. I thought it was extremely well executed. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. With Dr. Dre back on, with Dr. Dre back on, uh, on producing, I thought this was some of his best work ever. You know what I mean? And, uh, uh, I, I loved it. I, I absolutely loved it. I I love him completely going for the arteries or, you know, the jugular on so many of these tracks. Like he he's gone back to not giving a flying fuck. Yeah. And kinda like we did last show, I'm laughing at the idea that anybody thinks that he's riding off of anybody's popularity. Like, no. No, what was that song a little while ago? Like, well, I'm all out of whack to attack. Like, what do I do now? Mess with the Bieber? <laughs> like, like he mentions Justin Bieber one fucking time, one fucking time in his album, and that was years ago. Like, come the fuck on. But he did. Uh, by by the way, we we uh, I guess I guess we all agree on the idea that yes. If you're not easily offended, please listen to Music to be Murdered by, by Eminem. I think we can all agree on that, guys. Mm, absolutely. Return the form. It was refreshing again. I wonder if Machine Gun Kelly had, had, had any cause to say, fuck it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And uh, fuck Machine Gun Kelly, too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So. <laughs> At least that was his name. Uh yeah, was it Nick Cannon or wasn't who it? Who got a single word? Uh, who Nick, literally Nick got a Cannon. who literally got a single word in the entire album? Who? Uh, so huh? Who? What? Nick Cannon? Yeah. What did he say? Uh, some uh, some people deserve a kill shot. Other ones, I just nicked them. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's telling. I mean, at least with Machine uh, Gun Kelly, he actually felt that he was at least important enough to actually do a song about him. Nick, yeah. you got to, you got to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, I can't hear you yelling at me from down there. Um, I'm just, I'm just gonna move on with my life. 
<laughs> well, I, I bet I love you. It. I bet you they came up to him, and they were like, uh, "Hey, M. Nick Cannon made a diss against you." Who? <laughs> he probably his Nick, stomach probably hurt like DJs from laughing too hard. Nick Nick Cannon. Who? You know the dude from Nickelodeon, <laughs> the guy who hosts like Wildin' Out. Oh. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Mariah's Mariah's baby daddy. That motherfucker. I like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Mariah's. Well, there you go. That's it right there. Mariah's baby daddy. Oh. I don't hey, care. Hey. I don't care. <laughs> All right. So he did pen a letter, um, to his audience, um. And I don't know, like, who wants to who wants to read it? You, you, just fucking read it. Okay. <laughs> in today's uh, gentle listener, in today's wonderful world, murder has become so commonplace that we are a society obsessed and fascinated by it. I thought, why not make a sport of it and murder over beats? So before you jump the gun, please allow me to explain. This album was not made for the squeamish. If you are easily offended or unnerved at the screams of bloody murder, this might not be this may not be the collection for you. Certain selections have been designed to shock the conscious, which may cause positive action. Unfortunately, darkness has truly fallen upon us. So you see, murder in this instance in this instance isn't always literal nor pleasant. These bars are only meant for the sharpest knives in the drawer. For the victims of this album, may you rest peacefully. For the rest of you, please listen more closely next time. Good night. With deepest sympathy, Eminem. Damn. I. He destroyed them with that letter. I love this guy so much. <laughs> Are you done daydreaming about him? Fuck me. No. Leave me alone. Uh, uh, uh. We're trying to record a podcast. I, you can't have I, a fucking erection when you're recording a podcast. I, well, I it's uh, it's too late for that. All right, so it's against the rules of the podcast. <laughs> it's a felony. <laughs> no boners in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, okay, so I mean, honestly. I don't really give a fuck what anybody really thinks about Eminem or his um, or his album or what criticisms they have to try to levy against him. What, what like we we said it last show? If you come into a fucking Eminem album and you're you're thinking everything's gonna be okay and there's not gonna be anything that's gonna offend you, you are wrong. Every then you're only listening fucking to revival time. and and what's what's the other one? Oh, Recovery. Even, yeah, even revival had some some shit on it. But either way, never go into a fucking Eminem album thinking you're not going to be offended. Like whatever, dude. Like I'm so fucking sick of these people. So, um, <laughs> All right, let's check. Okay, so uh, fifty-four years after moving to America, Neil Young is now a U.S. citizen. I didn't know he wasn't American. 
He's wow. Canadian. Oh, he's Canadian. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I, didn't, I didn't know. Idiot, dude. Uh, 54 years after illegally crossing the U.S. border in Pontiac in a Pontiac hearse, Neil Young has become an American citizen. I'm happy to report I'm in. The Canadian-born musician wrote on this website after months of struggling <laughs> to obtain his I'm goal. in, baby. <laughs> Statue of limitations. Woo! Made millions of dollars, but we here now, baby. We What's in this to prosecute me. <laughs> Got the Neil Young sign of approval. <laughs> Oh God, no! Dude, can we take anything fucking seriously on this fucking podcast? Like legit, dude. Ay ay ay, dude. I'm getting fucking oh no, getting fissures. I'm just oh fuck me. Like you know, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel for content when you're talking about Neil Young. Neil fucking <laughs> Young becoming a fucking yeah. citizen of the U.S. After he's made millions of dollars. Uh, yeah, this guy's this guy's made himself rich. He's married to Daryl Hannah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, That's a boy's name. Proud to be a Canarian. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, that. That's wait, gorgeous. Did you write that song? I don't know, but on his Instagram, he's singing "Proud to be a Canarian." Oh, uh, dude! If you, ah uh, man, so that's cool. I mean, I had no fucking clue, and uh, honestly, because I've never given a flying fuck about Neil Young. <laughs> Until now. I know, right? Uh, Young is Neil. Oh, God. So, let's okay, take... Okay, moving on that shit. Oh, my God. Uh, so, let's take Mitchell a look at this. Yeah, Grammys defend their fair and ethical voting after accusations of rigging. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Following accusations from ousted CEO Deborah Duggan that the Grammy voting is rigged, the Recording Academy defended their fair and ethical voting process in a statement Thursday. <laughs> is this their version of I have black friends? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn! <laughs> I think you got him. I'm serious. I'm, like, I'm serious. Is that what this is? Oh no! It's so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked, bro. Where did you get that? Where Where did you get the <laughs> for that? <laughs> what do you mean? Literally, <laughs> what it is? We are very ethical, and we are very. Uh, uh, you know, versatile in our voting. Uh, we do not. We, we are not racist. We have many African Americans on our staff. Yeah, I have three um, black people who are at my house. You know what I mean, dude? Jeez. Like, I have I have black friends. I'm not racist. Uh, what are you talking about? Fuck. Yeah, you know, me. There's a black guy right there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> sir, uh, sir, that's a mannequin. Dude, no, but well, like, painted black. You know, aside, there you, go. Like, you you got to be honest. I kind of fucking hit the nail on the head there. You did. That's why it <laughs> fucked me up so bad. I'm like, what? No, what? Hell, no. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain control. Maintain control. <laughs> oh no, dude. Oh fuck. Okay, uh, <laughs> DJ, please. Speaking of black I think guys, I, I think I won this show. I won it. <laughs> uh, you did. Yeah, this is your. Yeah, show. yeah. Uh, 
Spurious allegations claiming members of uh, 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 members or committees committees use of our process to push for nominations for artists. Uh, they have relationships that are categorically false, misleading, and wrong. The record uh, the Recording Academy Chief Awards Officer Bill Fermuth. 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 All right. Fremuth. 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 Bill. Fremuth. <laughs> <laughs> Bill dad. Bill dad. Right. This process is strictly enforced with everyone involved and has no it has no exceptions. Literally. Yes. Literally. Literally. Just what the fuck mustard say? <laughs> oh no. Dude, I don't know why, but I can literally like sniff out corporate like corporate transparency and I can also sniff out SJW like from a mile away. Oh, it can also sniff out Kikidio Kojima. Uh, okay, mustard, please. Um, oh, in that room, not only are there trustees that have conflicts of interest on particular artists that are nominated, but more importantly, there are even artists that are nominated that are in the room. Duggan told whatever. Adding that vote rigging was also rampant in lesser-profile jazz categories. Duggan also claimed to have evidence of the rigged voting process, but not disclosed what that proof is, nor who alleged under sir uh, wait undeserving song of the year nominee is. <laughs> okay, then, then fuck this guy then, because he's like, okay, I I have proof. Okay, well, okay. let us see it. Not gonna. <laughs> I can do that, but I don't wanna. Oh, okay, okay. However, Bill fired back at Duggan's claims in a statement that detailed the entire Recording Academy voting process. There are strict rules in place to address any conflict of interest. Should a committee member qualify for a Grammy, they are required to leave the room for the entire listening session and are not allowed to vote in that committee uh, or in that category. Uh, committee members do not know the ranking of any entry and the uh, voting is by secret ballot. That doesn't mean jack fucking hey guys, shit. Look at that. Elton John rescheduled one day. Look at that. That's more interesting than this God article. damn it, John. Uh, <laughs> committee members. Okay, so the committee members. The committees are not confidential, but the committee members' names are for obvious reasons of preventing lobbying from You're outside basically parties. basically saying you can't, you can't vote for yourself. Yeah. Um, and if they're voting on something that you have a hand in, you have to leave. Yeah, but this has all been proven false. Yeah, I know, but that that's their cover. Like that's what they're saying. Like that's 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 our process of a uh, Yeah, you know? yeah. And this has but, all been proven false. Uh <laughs> Believe it or not, Cardi B is the one who fucked them. Mhm. Uh Cardi B is the one who came out actually talking about lobbying uh not only not only the Academy Awards, uh I'm sorry, not the Academy Awards, the uh Music Awards. Uh, the Grammys and all this other stuff. She came out about literally lobbying them, and nothing's been done to her. Nothing. She hasn't been stripped of any of of her of her of her words or anything. We literally have her on tape admitting to all this. So, I, I never gave a flying fuck about the Grammys. Um, still don't. Half of you critics can't even stomach me, let alone stand me. No, I, I, I DJ knows the instance I'm talking about. But we'll do an updated one for you. Uh, DJ, who won Best Metal Album of the Year that one time? Oh, I'll never forget that night. Jeff Roto, a band that whose lead singer plays the flute. 
Who were they up against? Metallica, I think ACDC, I yep. think. Yep, ACDC, Metallica. Uh, Metallica, ACDC. Um, uh, a couple of other people. Yeah. But but basically, you know, Jeffro Tall is like them metal. You know, that's like, you know, that, 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 that's like freaking, uh, that's like Care Bears being freaking, like, compared to the Terminator. No, Jethro Tull was 80s. Well, Jethro Tull was metal back in the 80s, okay? No, they weren't. They were never fucking metal. They were literally considered folk. What is it? Folk grass or something like that? Yeah, folk something. Folk something. It was a weird thing <clears throat> that they had. So, really, Aqualung is not a metal song. Standing in the corner. That's such a cool song. It's like metal you guys y'all are just a bunch of fucking haters bro <laughs> that's literally one fucking, fucking song against an entire neighbors bro an entire metallica album and that wasn't even the song that was nominated whatever so recently Hater. though Hater way nation. more way more recently um somebody else won the rock award who was not even the, in in the rock category and i can't remember who it was um you know what i don't care because daft, daft punk won for random access memories and that's literally the highlight of my life so yeah yeah no yeah of course we'll celebrate the victories but the idea that that, that this shit is not rigged in some fucking way we like, all know it is i don't understand what this fucking article is even for like you we, we don't need proof dude like Come on, you're really going to tell me that Cardi B can put out the song of the year when you have literally fucking Louis Capaldi screaming about his ex behind a fucking piano that he actually wrote? Yeah. Like, you're going you're gonna to tell me that, that it's not rigged. Who the fuck was it? It wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't Billie Eilish. Um... No, she, she she has a drum set in her song that's considered rock. I don't I just god damn it. Uh hold on. Fuck me. I don't like I, I can't remember who it was, but uh even they came up to the fucking uh to the podium and did like the little the little devil rock horns and they were like, What? <laughs> uh Fuck me! I'll I'll find it later. I'll find was it later. It, was just... it Taylor Swift? No, no, no. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Swift. Uh, I don't think was it was Billy. It wasn't Billy Eilish. No, this was like three or four years ago. Oh, that it's not really relevant now, is it? Well, no. The the idea that it's rigged. You know that, that they would rather nominate like I somebody. Told you. It, yeah, literally I don't know. know. We literally know. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! All right. So uh, let's get here. Aerosmith's Joey Kramer disappointed by court ruling against him playing the Grammy events. What? <sighs> what? Why? Why? Why can't he play? Aerosmith's drummer and founding member Joey Kramer will not be performing with his bandmates at the group's scheduled Grammy events this weekend. A Massachusetts court ruled on Wednesday. Kramer filed a lawsuit against the rest of the band, which claimed they unfairly excluded him from rejoining the group following temporary injuries he suffered. Okay. Goddamn, there has to be a court case for that? Well, dude, a multi-million dollar corporation that is Aerosmith, yeah, I'm pretty sure strange but okay uh 
Sucks, man. Uh, hopefully you get that settled out, dude. I <laughs> uh, one, you're injured. Two, you're a thousand years old. Three, Three you're literally suing the dudes you're... and you want to play with them. <laughs> Well, who, who do you want? Who do you want to sue? I know those what, guys. Those guys. I want to sue those. Guys. I, I want to sue my friends that I've known for fifty years. I hate them. And who do you, Who do you want to play music with? My those friends guys. that I've known for fifty years. I love them. Now, who are those lawsuits against? My friends that I've known for fifty <laughs> years. I fucking hate them. But, but what's happening at the Grammys that you want to take part of? I, I, they're, they're playing the Grammys. We're cool, bro? No. <laughs> I'm suing you because I love you. Wait, no, I'm suing you because I hate you. But I want to play with you guys. But I want to play. Yeah, that's... No, I'm good. I don't... Mm, it hurts my brain. Alright, well, let's go ahead and just... Oh, God, that really hurts my brain. What the fuck? I mean, I get it. I, I get it. But, like, it's stupid. <laughs> mm. Mm. It hurts me. And I want to hurt them. <coughs> Denny, that, and moving on. Our, our merch store has officially gone down. So there is no more Teespring for us. Uh, we will be moving forward with more merch ideas. And uh, trying to get merchandise for you guys at a decent price. <laughs> I know I know the Teespring prices were a bit much. Uh, so we're going to try to do something else. Uh, we're going to try to go with something a little bit more affordable. We're not asking for a lot. In fact, we're asking for so little that DJ's job of announcing the, the, the merch has been cut in half for, this, for right now. And now he's going to rev it up and tell you all about our Patreon. Yeah, it wasn't DJ in the budget anymore. Oh, hey, we have a Patreon now. If you give us money, you'll get stuff as well. Over at our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash VT Network, you can give us money and we'll give you stuff for it. Why am I talking like I don't give a damn? Well, apparently with half the with only half the uh, crap we can do, I'm only going to give half the effort. Hey, DJ. So, hey, DJ. Oh, what? What? This money actually goes directly to us. We don't have to percentage it out through a merch store, so we actually get more with this. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, check out our Patreon now at, at www.patreon.com forward slash VT Network. We have three tiers for you could give us money yet. At the first tier is, uh, is First Blood. With only you $1, you can have your yeah. name in the closing credits and on yeah. every single Sell episode. It. Wait, what? Sell it to me. Sell it to me. No, you gotta. Yeah, just keep going. Sell it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get the KY later. <laughs> I actually have KY on my truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, while he goes and gets himself oiled up, I will continue telling about our awesome Patreon. Please. That's right. At our se at our second one, at for just three dollars a month or three dollars or however you can give us money at, we have the U uh, UAV tier. With the UAV tier, you will get a, you will get the previous tier plus access to a post show as well that releases every single Wednesday. And if it doesn't release, well, it's all Dead Man's fault. So go yell at him. Hey, last but time course, we didn't put an episode up, we killed Neil Pert. 
<laughs> blame that on dead man. I'm serious. Oh, oh, absolutely. You can blame dead man for everything, and I do mean everything. I mean, you know, if you got punched in the face, it was dead man. You know, someone stepped on your shoe, it was dead man. If you suddenly find yourself in a car crash that had nothing to do with uh, had nothing to do with dead man, it was dead man. So can, but we, yes. blame, can we blame Kobe Bryant on dead man too? Oh, t- how can we not blame dead man? Move on! <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we have our top tier, the airstrike tier. For just $5 per month, you get access to all the previous perks. Plus, your name read out loud at the end of every episode, na- uh, name of the clo- uh, closing credits, and stickers every month, and a giveaway every three months. We will not tell you when we're actually going to start those three months, but we'll figure out some kind of date. But anyway, that's right. And so if you want to support us, please go to www.patreon.com VT Network. Thank you, asshole. <laughs> the first batch of stickers for our first month of our Patreons has been ordered and it will be here and sent out to all of you guys. Uh, I hope you like the design. I, I stayed up really late where I should have been sleeping and put it together. Uh, and, and thank you very much to uh, Grave Robber for helping me find the site that, pay, that actually makes them. We'll be getting those out very, very, very soon. It's already been ordered. So, Mustard, go ahead and tell them how to get a hold of us. Well, you can find us on Twitter, VT Network, and the number two. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, also VT Network, and the number two. We don't know who the fuck's name is VT Network first, but we're going to find them and kill the fuck out of them. Oh, uh, um, uh, actually, uh, Grave Robber told us. It is Viral Trends Network. Okay, well, we will be filing a formal lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> we'll be speaking to our lawyers, and we'll get this sorted out. Don't worry. As Ariel Smith showed us, everything can be solved through a lawsuit. Everything. Okay. <laughs> if, I, if I sue you guys, do you guys still let me on the podcast? They have no. to. You sue them. Just, just go for it. All right, so uh, we also have an email. What? What? The email? Um, VTNetwork84 at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, complaints, concerns, uh, like, you know, we want to tell Deadman that the Division and Destiny are literally the same Fuck game. Fuck you. All for it. All for it. <sighs> That was beautiful. Literally all for it. So we want to streaming. We want yeah yeah your fucking stream. You always forget your stream. Oh yeah, uh, you can follow me on Mixer, uh, mixer dot com forward slash Colonel Mustard with the first L of Colonel being an I. And um, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, two p.m. to six p.m. General Mountain Time, and uh, yeah. Hey, thank you. <laughs> now that that's out of the way, uh, we want to say thank you to Paul Schroyer. Thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network. Thank you for everybody who listens. And especially a big thank you to Lofus, to uh, Grave Robber, to Tyler the Podcast Daddy, and to Susan the Marshmallow. Thank you all so, so much. Please consider being uh, 
part of our patrons uh trust me the after show the post show is worth it it, it really is plus you're gonna get awesome stickers and all sorts of cool stuff the giveaway that we would be we will be conducting at the third month of this launch uh which is um fucking i don't know sometime in uh sometime in uh march or early april let's do it uh let's do it on 420 it's the first giveaway of 420 our first giveaway is on 420 so we will uh we will be selecting somebody random from our patreon to get one of these to get a prize so um anything i haven't missed anything nope thank you very much to everybody and uh jesus christ (laughs) i wonder how many apology letters we're gonna have to fucking write for this Goodbye, Kobe. Uh, you're a rapist and an abuser. And an uh, embezzler. And an embezzler. But uh, damn, could you play some ball? You played True. cool basketball. I, apparently, you were a cool person. However, I did not yes. know you personally. However, goodbye, sir. And uh, hey. thank you for the years of entertainment. I believe that about... The hoops. <laughs> I think that about wraps us up. Uh, before I fucking sue you, DJ. Say goodnight, <laughs> DJ. Why the hell do I want to say goodnight now? <laughs> Just fucking say it. Yeah, I will right? sue you. I will sue you. Say it. Uh, good night. Say the whole Me. thing. Say, good say night, it. DJ. Fuck. Fuck you, dead man. Yeah. Do you like zombies, video games, and risking your life from the comfort of your own home? Then tune in to Ashley's Zombies, Saturdays, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, only on Magic Squirrel Network.